Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Pale Males podcast. It's your nerdy beer tasting podcast presented without, uh, well, what do we used to say? Presented without expertise or knowledge. Yeah, there's something else in there. I don't know. That was before my time. It's snobbiness, something like that. Pretense. Pretension. Pretense, that's it. Or whatever it was. I'm Michael, one of your hosts, and with me is the other host. It's me, Michael. It's Jeremy. How in the world are you? You know, it could be worse. It really could be worse, couldn't it? Yeah. Uh, for me personally, anyway. <laughs> but. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, can it always be worse? That's true. That's true. Um, but we have a very special episode today. I guess so. Um, a special episode today, but let's kick it off like we do normally with some beer brags. Okay. Jeremy. Michael. What is your beer brag? Friend of the show, Steven, dropped off some beers today, and he had, before he had left the house to go pick up some stuff, he uh, went down in the, the hole and raided the strategic beer supplies and brought me Ooh. some of the classic brew hoo hoo beers including wow. in one of them used one of those b caps that one cannot really write on oh yeah if you remember those mm-hmm. and he says i don't really know what this is and i'm like that's cool i'll figure out what it is uh-huh <laughs> and i think it was the very last drink in science monster oh how poetic i know right um it it's old yeah, I, yes. I don't remember how old it is. It's at least three years old. Yeah. Um, oh God, I don't even remember. Did we FDR Dark Lord? Um, <sighs> when Mike, I think we did. I don't remember. Because that's also when we had Lafin du Merd and Luman next oh, to each other at yeah. Steve's place. I think. Oh yeah. So I'm seeing that would probably have been in September of 2015. Good lord, really? <laughs> yeah. That would be the day we brewed it. Steve and I have been trying to uh, make time to to brew for some some time now. But yes. uh, life finds a way to get in the way. Mm-hmm. And it's it's proven difficult because, you know, he has two small children and he can't exactly have a turkey fryer going while corralling <laughs> right. small children, as I'm sure you're aware of. Yeah. But we'll get there eventually. Um, yeah. It was still roasty. It had some of the, it had a little bit of skunk on it, not like, uh, not like old uh, Miller Lite skunk or anything like that. But it was mm-hmm. just a little bit of that sour-ish taste to it. Yeah, yeah. But the the roast has really mellowed because if okay. I, if I remember correctly, we definitely overdid it with the uh, with C two hundred or yeah, whatever that super yeah, just our L two hundred. I'm sorry, kiln roasted, uh, kiln fired. Uh, God, grains, wow. Uh, just <laughs> yeah. All that stuff has been just destroyed. Um, th- it's evened out. There's still a little bit of the hoppiness, but it's a different kind of bitterness. And mm-hmm. uh, the yeast flavor is still there. So it was actually basically just like a dark Belgian now. It didn't really have the IPA flavor <laughs> to it. I see. Which was fascinating. So it was good to dig through that. I have some of the other ones that are, God, I don't, uh, Toos Fight, the second iteration of Goose Fight, which I believe was made for your wedding. Yeah. And you got married four or five years ago? Uh, yes. Okay. Five years ago. Okay. But it's, it's, it's fascinating. But That's interesting. Have you go back and kind of circle the, uh, you know, it's like going back to an old, 
old uh, domicile or something, and oh yeah, I remember this, but it's a little weird now. Things have changed. Mm-hmm. That tree is gone, and now that house is purple. <laughs> Indeed. Um, well, what about yourself, Michael? What do you got for a beer brag? Well, Jeremy, for this episode, I suggested two beers, and we'll have the one later on. Okay. We'll reveal that later for the FDR. Yep. But I had the other one that I suggested, which was the St. Bernardist Triple. Oh, yeah. Which I I'm probably have had at some point in my life, but I don't specifically remember. Um, but it's, yeah, it's a, it's like the triple. I'm um, trying to find this because I do not remember. Like, I feel like I will know what it is when I see it. Right. Well, you know, the Jolly Monk on the uh, label. Aha, the green one. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. The green one, yes. And it's probably one of my most favorite adjuncts or flavors in a beer. The Belgian candy sugar, very prominent in this one. Okay. Pretty high ABV. Sure is. 8%. So nice and warming. But what I kind of surprised me when I had it this time was uh, the hop character, kind of noble hop character to it that I never remember having in a triple. So I don't know if it's just this kind or they made it a little more prominent, maybe a little higher IBU. Um, it wasn't a negative thing. It was just like, oh, wow, this has a really almost getting into Pilsner-like territory finish on it. Cool. Um, so yeah, it was another dimension to that kind of beer that I hadn't had in a while. But yeah, it's a superb brew, obviously. Um, you know, it commands a pretty high price, but Actually, a lot of beers do that now these days, especially brews. So yeah. it kind of finds itself in good company these days. But uh, yeah, it's, it's like the classic. Was it surprisingly yeah. light? You no, know, it was a little bit. Did it like, have uh, orangey, grassy flavors of hops in the finish? <laughs> yeah, yes. Okay. You're very specific, did, did, did you go for the 33 centiliter or 75 centiliter bottle? This was the 33 centiliter. So and it's... Does it weird you out, too, when you see things in centiliters? I mean, it makes sense as to why you're doing it. Yeah. Because it's just one less zero you theoretically have to put on the bottle. Yeah. Yes. You rarely see, in, like, practice, real-world practice, yeah. you rarely see. Or deciliters, CL. for that matter. <laughs> right, yeah. That's another odd one. Mm-hmm. But um, that, that said, yeah. I've never seen deciliters anywhere. I don't... You know what? Sometimes for... Uh, Lab results in hospitals, they it's like milligrams over deciliters. Really? Yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah, it is weird. Um, but yeah, I say just give it the 330 ml. Yeah. Oh, well. Familiar, comfortable. I, yeah. I mean, and it's, I, I get it. It's like they're European, so they're better than us on these sort of things. But it's just like, I'm glad that they're just using, they're not doing like the you know, 33.8 ounces or, or whatever the hell a fifth <laughs> yeah. is. Or, right, Because yeah. that's, no one knows how much an ounce is. Right, right. Two ounces is a shot. That's about all I know on that. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, you got 12 ounces like a can, mm -hmm. and that's the next closest reference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yes, oh boy. Back down memory lane. Yeah. Um. Well, speaking of memory lane, Jeremy, mm -hmm. I mentioned it's a very special episode. You did. And that's because this episode is our fifth anniversary oh, really? show. <laughs> Fascinating. Good work, Mike. Yeah. So I do have uh, as a routine some stats here mm -hmm. for the fifth anniversary. There's some mystique behind it, but I believe our first episode it was either recorded or it dropped on 
April 7th, 2015. So to the day of the official release date. Interesting. The official release dates are Tuesdays. Uh-huh. You know, five years exactly. And a lot of these are out of order. I'm, 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 looking at the, I'm looking at the spreadsheet. Oh, okay, yeah. The spreadsheet has grown monstrous yeah, with it, multiple tabs and many arms. It, um, it has. It's become more uh, spreadsheet than man. Or yeah, maybe yes. the other way around, I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's sentient. Apparently, we FDR'd 52 beers in the interim, which is actually the lowest amount we've ever FDR'd in a... Um, oh, since last year. Year period. Yeah, since last anniversary episode. So we didn't do any blowouts this year is what you're telling me. Essentially, yeah. Jeremy, would you like to guess the most frequent state slash states um, that we sampled over this past year? All right, I am no longer looking at... The, over the past year. Over Yeah, since okay. April of last year. Uh, I'm going to say Iowa and Wisconsin. I mean, <laughs> that, that's got to be the, the easy ones, but... Failing that, California? Yeah. yeah oh, wow. just nailed the top three right there. Yeah, so Iowa. We obviously had the Iowa road trip series, which yeah. stacked that deck up high. Um, we had, you know, I've, I always sprinkle some Wisconsin brews in there. Sure. Um, and then we had the sampler series from Stone. Okay, which that's right. Buffed up California. Four of them? Yep. And okay. then there's couple other Californias in there, like Sierra Nevada, uh-huh. Oktoberfest. And then the state uh, rounding that up is actually tied with California is Colorado, as they had the other sampler pack series. Was it New, um, New Belgium? Yep. Okay. No, I'm sorry. Left hand. Left hand. That's right. Yeah. So we did states, Jeremy. How about countries? Can you name any of the top countries I have two listed here. Both of them we had three times. Germany? Yep. Belgium? No. It's kind of surprised me, actually. But it makes sense when you think about it. England? No, it is Japan. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. yep. And then the, what is it, something nest? Uh-huh. Oh, uh, Hitachino? Yes, that's it, yes. I hope I'm not being offensive by pronouncing it like that. I think that's. Is it more or accurate. less uh, offensive if I were to just say hit a Chino or, or <laughs> yeah, at least attempt to go in the correct area? If you really gave it the English, uh, so to speak, it probably would be more offensive. Moving on to the highest rated brews, uh, we mentioned two of these in the Beer of the Year episodes mm-hmm. uh, Confluence Brutes Best and Untitled Art Brute Rose IPA, both at 4.5. One might say they uh, got the spices right. Yeah, uh, kind of another um, story over the past year, two and a half, two years or so, the Brewed IPA. Yeah, definitely. Which we both enjoy. Do we think it's come and gone? I, you know, I don't... Stylistically, anyways? See it so much anymore. I don't know if it's... The, the, on, the only one I see, like with frequency, is Civilized Brute by Founders. Oh, okay. And I don't... And I... Th- think there was like 15 like 15 packs or something like that and i don't know if that's just because no one is buying founders anymore after the uh <laughs> the mishigash of the past year yeah is that a fair way to put it story god i know right it, it's been a big year <laughs> but uh yeah yeah the the brutes i i will stand by those ratings i don't think that was just uh like 
like the, that day. I don't, hype I don't or think something. it was the fat or the hype. That's what I'm looking for. No, I th- those were good. Those I like those. A beers lot. were remarkable. Yeah, um, and then earlier, uh, actually a few weeks ago, Peace Tree Triple B came yeah. in at a four point three eight. We both like that. Yeah, that one was good. Lowest rated. Oh boy. And I kind of put a few here to create a spectrum, but uh, I believe the lowest of all of this year was the Ice House Edge at one. Yeah. Three weeks ago. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> That's pretty bad. Uh, one that kind of surprised us. This maybe not surprised, but we thought might fare better. Sapporo at a mere two. Yeah, that one was that was a disappointing beer. I think is the best way to put it. Yes. Especially in the wake of the Kieran, because we had the Kieran first, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, right. That was the week before that one, and uh, that was just fine. Leagues better, not, yeah. comparatively, anyways. And then uh, Genesee. I can't remember if it was just like Genesee beer or whatever it was. <laughs> it was the most generic beer of all time. Uh, beer. That was a 2.13, which I don't think we thought was bad. It just had nothing going yeah, for it. Yeah, that sounds it about right. Almost like white label beer or something like that. Uh, I got my kingdom for one of those cans, man. Like a real one, not some sort of like hipster remake sort of thing. I want one of the original ones that my grandparents would have had back in the day. <laughs> white label beer? Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. I don't think those are going to be easily found because no. why would you keep one of those? Somebody should do that again. Some small, mid-regional brewery. I'm sure it's happened. It has to have happened, right? Yeah. Ratings. We look at our ratings over the past year. Mm-hmm. Uh, My average was 3.24. Well, yours was 3.5. Wow, right on the, right on the money. Yeah. And overall, we factor in all of our ratings, 3.29 average and a mean of 3.38. I think that is the lowest ratings, maybe, of all the years we've rated. Uh-huh. Well, but I think, you know, when we <laughs> I mean, have the various gasoline alleys yeah. in there, and, and I think a lot of the most gasoline alleys of the year. Oh, it had to have been, year. right? Yeah, like we had uh, Steel Reserve in there. A, f- a few of them. Although the pineapple one didn't fare too badly. And we had those like weird, each of us had a weird Oktoberfest that totally oh, didn't yeah. work. Oh, yeah, and it was, it was backwards, right? Like I thought one was okay and you hated it and vice versa. Yeah, it was something going on. We had that uh, really old beer that I oh yeah that we didn't raid. Um, so there was, yeah, so there's some idiosyncratic reasons why. Mm-hmm. This one was just a little lower. I'm okay with that. But yeah, that that's the stats. Excellent work, Michael. Now, Jeremy, <laughs> we were kind of going back over the past five years, and I, as I mentioned, it's a, it's a very special episode. <laughs> it sure is, Michael. <laughs> uh, and that's because it is our fifth anniversary. But this is also going to be the last of our regular scheduled episodes mm-hmm. for the foreseeable future indefinitely uh, it happens it happens yeah this was you know and to clarify this was some decision we made a few months back yeah it's, it's uh, been in the it's been in the works for a while yeah internal decision kind of just uh i think the show has run its course and there's logistics yeah uh in operating the show that um are difficult yeah yeah <laughs> so especially for you man yeah that's not to say I, I would give it a year in your feed and then delete it because there might be something coming up. Well, we'll get into that later. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. Um, but for now, 
I want to look back upon, as we have been doing a little bit, upon the last five years, Send Jeremy. in the clowns. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll, I'll kind of lead this. I, I yeah, actually have do. notes. I've been kind of jotting down. I have no um, idea what's going on. I will say my favorite thing about the show is the meticulous approach, meticulous to an extent, not to where it's like bothersome, to drinking beer and like thinking about the beer why does this beer taste like this? Mm-hmm. Why why does this hop do this? And uh, it's vastly improved my knowledge of beer. Um, but also, not even looking within a beer, but like when we did a sampler series comparing beers within a brewery uh-huh. or uh, comparing different styles of beer next to each other, sure. like the Oktoberfest, and uh-huh. you can really pick out why you like certain beers and you don't like certain beers. It's true. Uh, this is also why I make people eat the ingredients when we brew beer. Yes, yeah, because everything imparts a flavor, unless it doesn't, and that's the point. In which case, it should taste like nothing. Yeah, like rice holes. Some of my favorites. These are just random things that pop in my head over the past month or so uh-huh. that I just jotted down. Random memories. The the when we did the in person recording at the park uh-huh. and the cannon fired off. Scared the hell out of both of us. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I can't remember if this was in conjunction with the show, but I remember. I think maybe it was like a for some other event like a wedding or something but i i stayed over at your place i think and in the morning national treasure was on oh yeah i think you were in town for a wedding yes <laughs> yeah yeah um <laughs> and it was just ridiculous yeah yeah um, Na- national treasure yep. is a ridiculous movie and i think they're making a third one that's been rumored for a long time i believe it's true I'm and sure cage is game yeah man like that dude i mean i'm sure he still needs money you don't you don't get out of like T Rex skull money troubles with just a few yeah. years of like red box straight to red box crap. I mean that takes a while, man. Yes. Um. As you, I'm glad you mentioned this because I, I really liked um that this event when we made the Drinkenstein's monster. Uh huh. That was a really fun day. That was uh, a with good day. Mike in the mix there too. Um. Yeah, a lot of good beers and creating a beer that. Well, you designed it, but... And I did it badly. It didn't quite work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that we we that Mike kind of concocted, and then you kind of put the numbers behind. Mm-hmm. Um, that was fun. Uh, the Lawnmower Man Awards, <laughs> which <laughs> might ultimately go to Natter Days, actually. I think it uh, might, actually, yeah. You know, it's... I don't want to give it to that, and I'm just the only reason why I'm, you know, stalling for time while I uh, look through <laughs> the various uh, beers that we've done is because I don't want natter or natural light to like <laughs> right yeah anything from us, but it might be the uh, I mean I mean it might be the the one Tailwind by uh, Big Grove was oh, a yeah. very good one, but that's that was good se- that was seasonal is seasonal I don't know it might be seasonal. I know it's coming I back. It's this come out, if they make it again, it has to come out soon, right? It's a uh, ragbri beer. It'll, it'll come out in the summer. Oh, okay. But uh, I'm frantically trying to dig through here and find something that is better. Sam 76 is certainly not it. <laughs> right, yeah. We did not enjoy that Ugh. one. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I, th- I think it might actually be that, which is unfortunate. <laughs> it's kind of unfortunate, yeah. Uh, it kind of falls in line with this next memory, uh, the cream of the crap episodes, uh-huh. which you were persi- you were a participant in one. I was. I think where we compared a bunch of light beers. 
Uh, but that's where I found out that old style, not that bad. Pretty good, actually. In a blind test, in the cream of the crap, we uh, liked it over Pabst. I don't like to talk about that. <laughs> Another thing that I liked a lot, uh, all the words that we coined. <laughs> like yellow beer. For stupid or worse. Burosity. Burosity. Burbinity. 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 Apricot. Burbinity. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe burbinity. Yeah. Uh, jabroni summer. The jabroni summer. Yeah. Um, a usage of the words eatery and drinkery <laughs> instead of restaurant. That's a Sims. That's a Simpsons thing, right? Is it? I don't know. Maybe that's where I got it from subconsciously. I, I but. feel like I recently saw the episode where Mo changes the. Uh, the bar to uh, Uncle Mo's good time, to, like TGI Fridays, whatever. Oh yeah. And I think one of the fake name or one of the names that they use before uh, Uncle Mo's is like Good Time Food Drinkery or something. I don't know. Oh yeah, that's right. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> food Drinkery is a good one though. Yeah, <laughs> the combination of instead of a gastro pub, yes. a food drinkery. Food drinkery. <laughs> We're still doing it. We are. Maybe some behind-the-scenes things here, but uh, our Gmail thread, it goes so long <laughs> that it resets. Like three, three or four times. After you get to 99, yeah. it uh, discards that thread and starts a new it one. It does, which was super confusing the first few times it happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, wait, where'd that old email go? It's like, I could have sworn you said something. What, was it, were we going to do it on Thursday or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then well, look we, in the old email. We, we, have to, like, we eventually down. figured it out. Yeah. But you, yeah. you guys can use that one. Artwork. Uh, it's always been fun making little random yeah, little some of those, vignettes for the shows. The uh, I, I feel like you're, if, if there's anything that you miss, like, like truly miss, it's probably not going to be the editing because I imagine that's tiresome. Mm-hmm. But I think it will be just the dumb little uh, photoshops. <laughs> yeah, those are pretty fun, and they're they're always delightful. And it, you like it gives me a reason to do it. You know? Yeah, and I just have yeah. to entertain the family with them, Michael. <laughs> right. Look, you're on top of the Eiffel Tower, mm-hmm. but it's sinking in the ocean. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Why? Dad. Why do you have cheeseburgers? You don't even <laughs> yeah, like <right>. cheeseburgers. <laughs> yeah. And then. Uh, well, I'll preface this by saying to both wife, wives of the show, mm-hmm. uh, for accommodating this and sure. you know beer swaps and oh god, yes. people involved in that. Obviously, thank you to them. But uh, the official merch that <laughs> from our that is, I still I use that one. I still use yes. it. Yeah, the glasses, and I have a, a couple other things here. That's from um, my wife of the show, who's uh, oh, that's always uh, endearing to. Uh, you know, instead of getting size, I'm getting unofficial merch for the show. So it's, that's uh, was always nice. <laughs> that that is thing, delightful. So. It's been a good thing, and I think because we're both we're not exactly social people by nature, that right. th- this gives us an excuse to not be complete shut-ins. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's the one piece I'll I'll miss too. Jeremy is checking with old Hook. We can still every do that. week or so. We can still do that. That's what we that's what Twitter is for. Absolutely. But yeah, so those were top of mind. You know, there's tons of people to thank and people who wrote in various of the shows. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess we shouldn't go too far down the thank you hole here, but because we still have a beer to review. But and um, did you get the big one, or the, did you get the 33 or the 75? You know what? I ended up getting a four pack of cans. I saw is, those, and I was weirded out by it. 
50 centiliters. Okay. So. All right. Okay. Somewhere in between. So use that as a tease. Maybe someone will figure out what we're having. Oh, yeah, that's right. They don't even they don't know, know what yet. it yeah, is let's, yet. Let's get into the FDR where we find a beer, drink a beer, and rate the beer. Jeremy, what is the last FDR for the regular season? Yep. Uh, Michael, we are doing a classic from, and I apologize to all of our Belgian friends for what I'm about oh, yeah, to I do. Have no, uh, no idea how to say that. Since 1654, from Family <laughs> Brewery. <laughs> Since 1654, we're doing the the pink elephants. Very guttural. We're doing delirium tremens. Delirium tremens, yes. Uh, yeah, OG. I guess yeah. Tremens makes it OG. This is this is one of the ones that I always remember seeing at the store, and before I had the gall to like try it because it's it's. I mean, it's not cheap. It comes in this sort of ceramic. I mean, it's got to be painted ceramic bottle, right? I would assume so. Oh yeah, yeah. there's glass up at the top. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, with the pink elephant, very prominent. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, it's, I've it's been a long time since I've had one of these. Sure, yeah, that's why I thought it'd be a decent one. I, um, I agree. I that's I think we had an off-air meeting where we were like, "Hey, maybe we should dot 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 do this one or do that one," and like, "Let's do that one because I don't remember it." Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, Delirium Tremens, here's from their website, which has some fun it's, translation quirks. And it has some awesome photos. Yes. 8.5%, mm-hmm. or 8,5%. Oh, yeah, that was weird. They have the EBC listed, which I imagine is some sort of coloring scale. It's, it's got to be like not. a European SRM, right? Yeah. Yes, that has to be it. European beer color. <laughs> um, oh, the EBC, yeah, yeah, yeah. EBC, yeah. yeah. Thank good work, Mike. Um, <laughs> pale blonde, the fine and regular effervescence ensures a fine and stable head. The scent is slightly malty, a nice touch of alcohol, spicy, uh, and has twenty four point five IBU. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's a flavor rundown, and maybe this is getting into our turf here, but this is fun. What they wrote. Yeah, it is. Feels like a sound shot of alcohol is igniting the mouth. In reality, the tongue and palate are warmed. The taste is characterized by its roundness. The aftertaste is strong, long-lasting, and dry bitter. Do we think this is one of those things where they just, like, threw it into Google Translate, took it from Belgium, Belgian? What do they speak in Belgium? French? Flemish? Flemish? Dutch? Like, four languages, I think. Do do we think that they did it from like one of those to another one of those to the third one of those and then to English <laughs> because this, because this is very much a him card read good situation and you actually yeah. nailed it for once <laughs> that, yes but I, I was, I'm gonna need you to do that again but with a Belgian accent oh no I'm kidding <laughs> okay thank you <laughs> um but yeah you know we'll get into this one but they have like the delirium red delirium nocturnum delirium Christmas. How many of these have you had, Michael? I, I've had all of them except this Delirium Argentum. So really, you've had all of them? No, not the black either. I guess that might be a newer one. I've um, I've had Tremens. I've had red. I think I've had Argentum. Is that another reddish one? No, I have not uh, had that beer. Wow. Yeah, that, that one's looks, I've that not seen good. before. And I like. I've seen the Nocturnum around. I've I've had Nocturnum. Um, that's Christmas is obviously around at Christmas. What is delirium? 
the Deliria is a newer one that I had last Father's Day, actually. Oh, wow. Um, it was more of a very, it's like an Imperial Pilsner almost. The aroma is very balanced with a fruity, flowery background and an initial Chardonnay impression, which evolves into a spicy, mild aroma of hops. The Delirium Black, though. The Black. Oh, Black is matured in oak bourbon barrels for nine months. Interesting. Okay, if we get, if, for a get-together show, we'll... Yeah, definitely. We gotta find, I haven't even seen one. that one. I've seen all the other I've ones, not, except yeah. for Deliria. I've never even heard of that. But Christmas, Nocturnum, Argentum. The red one is really good. If I remember... Did we do that one on the show? I don't think so, no. I don't think we've had any Delirium on the show. Because I've had... I know I've had the red one because it's shocking how much that tastes like cherries. Yeah, oh, that's so good. Yeah. But yeah, this one... The standard. Mm-hmm. Should we get into it? Uh, sure. So, the cans. I saw those. Oh, yes. And it was mm-hmm. weird. Go on. Describe the cans, Michael, because I have to take the champagne cage off here and hopefully <laughs> not take an eye out. Right, yes. Which um, would be bad for me. It'd be bad so for So, yeah, business. as you mentioned, it's like the faux ceramic slash, I guess, real ceramic uh, coating. So, it's a white bottle. Stucco has the foil on top, um, like a champagne bottle would, and is. So you have a 75 centiliter. Yes, you I, that, yes right? I do. Okay. So yeah, you do hence, have a little... Hence the corking, right? That you may the have The corking in the cage, yeah. So yeah, it's a very formally presented beer. You know, it has a little cute elephant on it. Mm-hmm. What, what, do you know where the uh, theory... Or the theory... Where the, the trope of the pink elephant came from? That is a good question. Is it, is it like... I, well, delirium tremens is bad. Like the actual condition. Well, yeah. I mean, that means you're like dying of alcohol withdrawal. Okay, yeah. Um, the DTs, as it's known. Yeah. Um, How far up the neck does yours go? On your on the, your glass, when you're as you're pouring. Oh, I haven't poured yet. Okay, I'm going to pour. Apparently, uh, the term is may have originated in a in a in a Jack London novel, John Barleycorn. Okay. It was said to hallucinate blue mice and pink elephants. All right. So uh, is the book John Barleycorn? Uh, yeah, it says the novel John Barleycorn. Hmm. I've never even heard of that, but I, then again, I've only read As I... Wait, no. As I Lay Dying was Faulkner. What an idiot I've been. Good lord. <laughs> uh, but I think also popularized by the animated film Dumbo I'm seeing here. That's what it was. Okay. Yes. Oh, thank God. Okay. Yeah, because he... Doesn't he, like, drink a bunch of, like, fermented apple juice or apple jack or something like that? And yeah, get all yeah. loaded and stumble around? Um. So, which is very bizarre for a children's film. I mean, that sequence is bizarre. And when was the last time you saw Dumbo? Um, in its entirety, decades. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I've seen clips of it in uh, critiques of Disney <laughs> and Disney Animation. There's some not great stuff in there. Yeah. Just to reiterate a podcast pitch, since we're bringing out all the stops. Hmm. Uh, this past season of. You must remember this, the podcast about the lesser-known or untold stories of Hollywood's golden age, so like the first 75 years or so, uh, was about Song of the South, and she timed it to drop right as Disney Plus was coming out. Oh, yeah. And it's utterly fascinating, because she's like, okay, this is why people thought it was okay, and you're like, oh, wait, no, we were better by then. No, that movie was re-released in like 1985. And it made <laughs> just, yeah, it's it's fascinating. Oh. Go give it a listen. Highly recommended. But yes, anyways, um, this is a clear beer. I was surprised by that. Yeah, it's 
almost yellow beer territory. It, it's a little bit deeper than your standard yellow beer. Super effervescent. Very, yeah. It's it's uh, hypnotic. It is. Coming with bubbles. that Duval glass, you get them, all the boobles from the Duvals just kind of <laughs> popping up at random spots here. and it's, It is hypnotic. Um, what are you getting on the nose, my man? Belgian. Kind of, Woo. yeah. Belgian, grainy, maybe a little noble hop in there. Yep. I'd agree with all that. Um, crisp, ta- crisp smelling, but um, let's go in. Crisp tasting, too. Mm. It's. I think that's. Oh, yeah. I think that's the carbonation, just that fit yeah. the fizz on the tongue. Uh, kind of prevents it from just being too heavy. I, th- yeah. I think. It's it's kind of deceiving because you could look at this and think it's like uh, a prop from the set of Cheers, going back to an old trope. Very much so. Um, but the taste is very intense. Uh, malty. I'm assuming there's some candy sugar in there, but yeah, it's it's much more rich than it would appear. Especially because it's clear, which I didn't really realize. Mm-hmm. So this is technically a triple, right? Or is this just a strong ale? I believe it's a strong ale, but let me... I'll look on, like, BA. Uh, there it is. Uh, it is listed as a strong blonde beer. So I think this is just there a Belgian strong ale. Um, yes. What would we also consider as one of those? Uh, would Like Perot? Yeah. Perot, yeah. yeah. Um. We did that one on the show, didn't we? Mm-hmm. That was a good beer. Um, here, I'm looking at it. Now I'm looking at a list here, so mm-hmm. I admit I'm cheating. Oh, apparently, Tiasis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that one. Quack, that one that I got mm-hmm. with the weird handle and the like lab beaker type yep, glass. I, I do remember Quack. And uh, Matilda. Ah, yes. I had a Matilda at the uh, Goose Island Tap Room in... The United Center in Chicago. Oh, recently? Uh, last year during the uh, Big Ten tournament. Mm. How much do you think? Yeah, up, I think it was a pint of Matilda cost at the United Center, Michael. Oh God, it has to be double digits. Yeah, oh, at least. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, not triple digits. <laughs> it's yeah, not but, quite you know, that far. Um, I'll say eleven. Uh, you're about five dollars short, if memory serves. Oh, okay. It was shockingly high, but. When in Rome or the United Center, I guess. Yeah. Go for and it. And if you're gonna have a goose, make it count. Yeah, exactly. I think that was our. Uh, I think that was our reasoning, because at least you know it was. Yeah, you are paying. Like I think it was. I, I do believe it was like at least fourteen, maybe sixteen bucks for the one mm-hmm. pint. But, um, I felt it was justified because a Matilda is like eight, five, nine. So it was really like getting two beers and one. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, at least we weren't getting the three, one, two, which was the same price. Oh my God. I almost <laughs> did a spit take there. <laughs> three, one, two. Okay. Then, then like you're justified. Like, I don't, okay. I, for the record, I don't know if that's true or not. I feel like it was the three, one, two was just like comically overpriced. Yeah. I mean, like all of it was comically overpriced. Even for like arena pricing, yeah, man. Whenever I think of three one two, this is another uh, memory the, of the past the, five years. The but whenever book. I think of three one two, the book, yeah, Josh Knowles barrel aged out and selling out, and how when they put it in the vertical fermentation or the horizontal fermentation tanks. Oh yeah, it went all weird. It went all weird, and they had to like, dump it. If, if so, if you've gotten this far into the podcast and you haven't read that book, like I really don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Because it's good. It's really good. And not even just from like dorks like Michael and I who are worried about like 
It's like, oh man, the the surface area was different because the barrels, the things <laughs> had to go sideways, so it changed the flavor. Isn't that weird? Yeah, yeah. It's it's also just fascinating from like like if you're listening to this, I assume you have some sort of fascination in the craft beer world. Yeah. But uh, it's fascinating, and I'm I'm assuming we all've got a little bit of time on our hands these days, so go check it out, man. Like, get it from your library, get a Kindle copy, buy it. I mean, yeah. Josh Noll is the man. He knows his business. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It gives you a historical perspective mm-hmm. on craft beer. It gives you like the beer perspective, and then it also gives you like a fascinating business, you know, yeah. behind the scenes, behind the in the smoky rooms deals, kind of mm-hmm. like it's a good business book too. It's uh on Amazon. It is currently going for ten bucks on Kindle. So no, oh, yeah, five stars out of seventy one ratings, none of which are mine. I really should rate that thing, but uh, honestly, I should just buy a copy because I do want to read it again. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's probably worth a reread. Mm-hmm. And I know on his website, he's like, I think he has like a living epilogue on his website. He does, yes. What's going on mm-hmm. afterwards. But um, and, and before we get too far, just to, uh, you know, it's last regular episode. So I'm just going to say this just to keep it, have it in here. Mm-hmm. Stephen King. Yes. That's all. <laughs> but the beer, Jeremy. But the beer. And this is this is yet another APM hallmark, Michael, where we go on tangents that have absolutely nothing to do with the beer. Absolutely. Um, this is almost um, blonde fatale territory because it's very easy to drink. It is, yes. But um, it's it's a strong ABV and also a large quantity for both of us. I mean, it you, is, yes. Even more than me, but... Well, yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. But it, yeah, it, it tastes great. It's so easygoing. It's, it has a nice... Like they said in the description, again, it's kind of pulled the rug from underneath us, but it has a nice rounded flavor. Like there's no part that, uh, you know, there's not an overwhelming bitterness. There's not an overwhelming maltiness. It's just a nice balance the whole way through. Like you said, you get the effervescence Mm -hmm. as an undercurrent, bolstering it from getting too heavy handed. Is there Um, a uh, brewed by or best by date on yours on the cans? Um, not that I can see, no, actually. Because if I am not mistaken, I think, um, I know I got this from a beer store. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine grocery stores sells a lot of DT. It probably just would be a slow mover there. So yeah. I'm one, and, but, but then again, this is one that would sell her while it's in the cold room. Mm-hmm. Cold room, God, I, <laughs> It's in the refrigerated section with all the other fancy pants, uh, Belgian beers. Mm-hmm. This one is weighing a little heavy on the tongue. Like I kind of remember it being a little bit lighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I kind of see what you're saying. It, there is a little bit of a. But then again, I haven't had this beer in a very long time. So I mean, an- another APM hallmark is us not remembering things we've done in the past. <laughs> That's true too. I think it would pair well with a meal because it would kind of like as I sit here and talk, there is an there is an aftertaste. Not necessarily bad, but it does have a lingering taste to it. It does. Uh, that, it did say it was going to linger on the ton. Uh, yeah, it's it's a little heavy, especially as it's warming up too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I imagine if you were chomping something between drinks, like you wouldn't even notice that. But yeah, there is kind of an an aftertaste. There is kind of a uh, it lands a little thicker than it did at the beginning when it was colder mm-hmm. and fresher. Yeah, is that a a noble? Like there's kind of I mean, it's either the it's either candy sugar or like a noble hop that kind of is maybe a flavor that's peaking its head up a little more than everything else. I think it's a candy sugar. Maybe it is. 
and maybe that's lending it that aftertaste too. Maybe that's imparting some congeners. Congeners? Something like that. Like I know that's for liquor, but a, in the beer sense. What whatever the beer equivalent of a congener is. Yeah. Okay. Um this is a very warm beer. It, it's warm. <laughs> I need to bring up that description again. What a, what a, like a a primary shot of alcohol across the tongue or whatever. Yeah, it's something. Say. It's something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it so does like, have that. Yeah. So, uh, what is an example of uh, a triple or a Belgian or a strong blonde or something in this neck of the woods in your mind that has that hot alcoholic uh, burn to it? In a like, and I'm and I don't mean a stout. I mean like a. I mean in like a blonde or something that like looks lighter. lighter. I mean, I think we mentioned some of them earlier with like the Parat and stuff. Yeah, um, it's hard to think of of a like a of an American equivalent that we had on the show. I think the closest that we come, as I said, was Blonde Fatale. But I think Blonde Fatale that's is not even hot. a little. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's that's a little more inconspicuous than this one is. This one is a little more um, face forward than Blonde Fatale. Yeah, which is far kind of more dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that that's kind of the general oeuvre that I'm thinking as far as this beer goes is that golden flavor. I I talked myself into a corner, but yeah. Are you getting warmer, Michael? Absolutely. Yeah, me too, which is odd because it's finally like nice outside. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> which is unfortunate for us, but um <laughs> One thing that I kind of wish this beer had is a little bit of a more of a delicate yeast flavor. So something sort of like a uh, trips, a, a duvel, a, a, yeah. a triple of any kind, actually. Yeah, it it is pretty. Um, oh, I'm gonna say this. I don't like this term. It's kind of smash mouth. <laughs> um, Our first album was fun. <laughs> this one, like when you think of Belgian, like you said, you think of delicate, you think yeasty. This one's a little bit more in your face, a little more smash mouth. A whammy. um, Yeah, than than those. So kind of like a more base, more common man, Belgian. But that, since you have the Belgian adjective there, that already is, like, this is an old style, clearly. But um, so in some ways, that's a positive attribute. But in some ways, it's not, especially if you're going to have this be like an event beer that you only have once a podcast series um, <laughs> it doesn't uh you kind of want some of that delicacy some of that refinement there that it's not quite providing but it's still very good it is I very think we're good being critical hypercritical we are bit, being hypercritical yeah. because this is not claiming to be anything yes. other than a, a strong blonde ale yes it, this is not made by monks no 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 yeah so should we uh, rate it? I think we should, Michael. One last time. <laughs> um, I'll go in for the SOJ, the sip of judgment. Okay, <clears throat> from the Diablo Wikipedia, the Stone of Jordan Ring, <laughs> referred to as an SOJ, is the most classic item in the Diablo series. So. Much like the Stone of Jordan, this is the Stone of Jordan of beers. Now look, the Stone of Jordan, it's it's great. It's You can't go wrong with it. Like, put it on any character build, it's awesome. <clears throat> but you might find a ring 
a rare ring with random attributes that are better than that. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, you can't go wrong with this. Mm-hmm. So much like the SOJ, the Stone of Jordan, the Sip of Judgment, um, you can't go wrong with this. So I'm going to give it a 4.5. Yes, there's better beers out there that have, you know, their random attributes that make it <laughs> a little better than this. But um, this is just solid. Plus one to all skills. You can't get much better than that. So mm-hmm. uh, shout out to Crazy Neighbor Steve. Jeremy, what's your rating? Uh, so the reason why I brought up the age on here mm. is because I'm wondering if Uh-oh. mine is a little old. It's not bad. I want to make that clear. Nor not okay. e- nor is it even like less than very good. I'm just wondering if some of the malt is more subdued than it might normally be. Because okay. you know how when be- and maybe this is just the uh the drinking science monster that I had earlier where I noticed how rounded off some of the malt flavors were. I feel like some of this is rounded off like quite a bit. Okay. Be just but that but then the the effervescence is still there. Like, I poured just a little bit more into here, and good lord, there's a solid like ha- there's a solid pinky ahead on this thing again. Yeah, you'd expect that to fade. It's at the fat part of the glass too. So like, I I just feel like this one is a it's laying it on a little bit thick. I wish it had a little bit more clarity in the malts. Mm-hmm. It's it's very very uh. This one's very heavy, but it is very, very good. I'm going to give this a 4.0. Okay. And I feel yeah. like I've had it better. Yeah. I, I see what you're saying, too. And I know, yeah, I think that's totally cromulent rating there. You know what? Plus $0.5 attributes. 4.5. Screw it. Okay. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Plus $1 attributes. Um, okay. Well, there you go. That's that's the uh, the final... FDR of the regular episodes. Now I keep saying regular episodes because I don't want to, I don't want to bury this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see when this happens, but you know, I probably see Jeremy maybe once, twice a year, usually in conjunction with Crazy Neighbor Steve. Mm-hmm. And I figure often we will have a beer together. We find ale. Yes. yes. Yeah. There you go. Um, and I think the example I used, although uh, this might be partially unjust, although it might come to fruition. Oh, no, we need to do this. We have not finished the um, the Steel Reserve Alloy series. <laughs> not, to, not to mention, we still have to watch Hellraiser and or Phantasm 2. Yes, right. So, um, you know, the, pa- the tobacco outlet, you know, is still going strong. So I think so. Um, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't been there in a while, man. So, like, <laughs> it very well could just be like a gun store I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah um so you know i think and i'm just talking about like maybe throwing the phone down on the table and oh 100 like a 10 minute fdr session or something you know nothing too elaborate but just to potentially keep the feet alive and um and keep the spirit of the show going on so it might not be the final word of the show with this mm-hmm. episode but um it's the final normal normal episode, usual yeah Regular, your regular scheduled programming. And there's also a long shot of like a year, multiple years down the line of opening up normal episodes. Keep the feed. Keep the feed. We'll see. I hesitate to just cold turkey it, but uh, mm-hmm. it's going to be weird. But yeah, I, I guess I don't have any plugs because... Why would you? 
because I won't be checking any of the outlets that I usually plug. So so here's what I will plug okay. in, the, in the interim. Drink local, mm-hmm. because even if it's not good, at least it's doing something good. But there's so many local breweries around there now that uh, competition is probably, you know, keeping them honest, if nothing else. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just do something weird every now and then. I can get behind that. We fry, we deep fried candy on a podcast. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good memory. I've broken one, two, three, four, four bones in, <laughs> in the uh, in the duration of this podcast since I've been on it. So just yeah, just just go for it. Yeah, but uh, that's another one down the gullet. It's another one down the gullet, but uh, we'll leave it at that. So for Jeremy, I've been Michael. For Michael, I have been Mike. And Michael and Jeremy. Yes. Little salute to Mike there, Tom Bombadil of the show. Tom Bombadil of the show. Thank you for your service, Michael. I'm assuming he's a Michael by birth? Uh, I think he is. Okay. Thank, thank you, Michael. And thank you, Michael. So for, did I say this already? So for Jeremy, I've been Michael. For Michael, I've been Jeremy. And we'll check you next time. Cheers. See you later. Cheers.